Hello and welcome to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Jack Shogren, Sales Director at Alco Designs. Most folks listening to this podcast will know that Alco specializes in fixtures, and Jack recently joined Alco after nearly 20 years at Hill Phoenix, where he was most recently the design center manager there and provide expert perspective for retailers on lighting and refrigeration um, and different departments of the store, including, of course, produce. So, Jack, last time we were talking lighting and and refrigeration, this time primarily talking fixtures. Thank you so much for joining me again, and welcome back to the Produce Retail Podcast. Thank you very much, Ashley. Great to be here. Absolutely. What what are you seeing as far as any innovation and fixtures really geared toward maximizing labor or making it easier on that associate, refilling the display, cleaning the display, those kind of things? Um, uh, Well, a couple things, I would say. Uh, One, the, the modularity helps. Um, because you can break down the fixtures easier. So instead of um, huge items that you're pulling out, you're pulling out smaller items to help it with help them with labor. And then uh, we do a lot with category management on the cases. So we'll have bins and um, filler displays that you can put in there. So you can create more of a vertical produce case without having it to be so deep as well. So you're helping with product integrity. Um, you're helping with with the turns because everything's going to be a little bit fresher inside there. Um, and then we always try to make it so it's easier to clean inside. So many of our parts that that we manufacture are manufactured out of uh, ABS. And ABS is an environmentally friendly product and it's very easy to clean. And then we also use um, aluminum uh, shelves and accessories inside of our cases. And then uh, one thing that's a little bit different is a lot of the, the refrigerator cases use four foot wide shelves and four foot wide shelves tend to be a little bit heavy when you're bringing them out. And uh, the aluminum saves you one on weight for that. And then if you want to save even further uh, weight and you want some additional flexibility, we make two foot wide shelves. So we make brackets that go into a four foot area, but it allows you two foot shelves so you can do more tiering in smaller sections. So you can really you can really let your creativity go wild. And um, if you do, one of the one of the neat things about produce, and you, you see it if you go on LinkedIn, is people start doing the social media and showing what they're doing with their displays. And there's some beautiful displays out there and some real creativity. And I know, Jack, because I got to catch up with you here at the IFPA's Global Produce and Floral Show here recently, I know you got to to talk with a whole bunch of different retail folks about what they're looking for, different things they'd like to customize. What were some of your broad takeaways from talking with folks in person at the shows there, you know, with all the displays? Uh, First off, I thought it was a great show. I thought it was very well attended. And it's nice to see customers coming out to shows again and trying to find out what's new out there. And it's nice as a manufacturer to attend a show like that and have customers walking around because it's a big investment for all. And so um, I thought uh, I thought the show overall had it was exciting. And um, when customers came by, I'd say our some of our biggest takeaways, they, they really liked our Versa um, wall system that we had in there, our Versa shelves. And we showed some produce bins in floral, and uh, those were pretty well received, especially small little floral displays that are very easy to place around the store. And uh, one of the areas now that to me is a good opportunity for retailers 
is taking some of that floral and putting it up by the self-service check stands because usually you have an area up there that is open. So it's good for some impulse items that up there and even a small little produce display isn't bad to put up there. But uh, that's a new area of the store to merchandise. So I'd say um, that was nice at the show. We showed some different uh, uh, reusable produce crates and those got pretty good play at the show. And so um, I'd say for a show attendance, this was one of the best shows that we've seen for attendance for probably the last eight years, maybe somewhere around there. So it, it was good. Very neat. I'm curious, what what sort of interest are you seeing as far as sort of innovative, different kinds of displays? Do you see that more for kind of the primary within the produce department displays or on some of those secondary displays that you mentioned, like for the smaller things for floral or for sort of impulse locations? Um, I'd say both. So for produce bins, I say produce bins have gotten a lot more innovative lately. So if you were to look at produce bins before, you were looking at a square crate. Now, when you look at produce bins, you're looking at more modules. So you have uh, maybe six of them lined up together, and then you have some extenders that push them out, and then you have base raises that change them. So you're starting to see produce bins kind of follow the trend of what the wall produce did as far as going vertical. So by tiering it at different heights and jetting it out in different areas, you're adding interest within the, those um, then those displays. And then also I've seen it's simple as milk carts with uh, trays inside there where people are putting produce inside there and combining it with other um, items, you know. Uh, you can do it with uh, the $5 items where you mix some vegetables that are pre-cut vegetables for customers so they can um, help cut down their waste. Maybe if they're not going to use you know, all that asparagus, they can do smaller bunches of it just for what they're getting for that meal. And uh, so I've seen some innovation there with the uh, Brussels sprouts bags. You see bags of produce now, instead of just grabbing them loose, they're already pre-bagged for you. So you can just grab a bundle and, and walk out. So I've seen some creative ways of, of merchandising that, that I think has been very good. And uh, for stir fries, you can get all your vegetables cut up. And, and then uh, we've seen the mushroom categories uh, really with some pre-made mushrooms and stuff that uh, are very easy to just bring home and cook and pop in the oven. What do you hear most about as far as this is what I need from these displays, sort of key attributes, and then what what things are sort of little extras on top of that that sort of take things from conventional to more interesting? Um. Well, always product types are nice to know ahead of time, instead of just trying to buy a produce case, what type of products are gonna go inside there? Because then you find out what really are the style of cases that would work out best for it and what accessories would go along with it. So the more that we can become a business partner, the more value we can bring to the overall equation for a customer. Mm -hmm. So I'd say that's that's a, a big role. Um, and then, um, you know, there's accessories like, say, pedestals that you can put inside the cases that you can put in and out. And uh, just mixing that up a little bit is uh, nice for customers. And uh, I'll go back to even that tiering where you see the, the bins and you start putting a pedestal on it and then the base. Now you got three different levels and then you can start building up your produce to, to different levels. 
put some fillers in there, create another level. So you can really have, you know, three to five different tiers within a just a regular old orchard bin if you want. Now, this might be a terribly stupid question, Jack. So if it is, please excuse me. I can't see a stupid question coming from you, Ashley. <laughs> well, I'm thinking in terms of all these accessories, and like you say, some of the beauty in this is the versatility. You can take them in and out sort of as you like. Where it is storing those an issue at all? Can you put those literally sort of inside the core of the bin? Or what? what's kind of the practical consideration on that front? Um, well, storage can be a challenge, actually. Okay. Um, so usually... Usually they'll end up back in the in the produce department, um, the produce prep, produce receiving, uh, sometimes on top of cooler boxes. And then sometimes you, we can do stuff within the cases themselves. So, for instance, on the bins, um, we can make adjustable shelves that go inside there. So if you don't want to put as much product in there one day, you can adjust that shelf upward and it creates like a filler within it itself or you can lower it and pick up capacity and then you're not removing anything out of the case um, and then we do have uh, some risers and i talked a little bit about we do a lot with abs earlier well one of the beauties of abs is it's very light to pull in and out as well and so um, some of the products will stack on themselves and then others it's it's not so heavy it's not like you're he lugging a big heavy wood crate around you know to to store it but I'd say most of it, you'll see 80 to 90% of all the items that are in there stay within the department, just kind of move around to different configurations. Gotcha. That makes sense. Well, like I said, I thought maybe that's a silly question, but the more I thought about it, no, it's I've, been, not. I've been in a few produce back rooms and they, they can get, you know, pretty crowded pretty quickly. So I figured I'd ask. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a, uh, you know, other little mobile like ice displays that you can put some produce in as well. And you can wheel around the store in different in different departments. Um, people, you'll see it with like guacamole inside there or cut fruit um, and different items. And one of the one of the areas that still could be an opportunity for produce is to move some of the produce. Um, you might, might have a little fight on your hands, but a little bit more into the meat department uh, to do some cross merchandising. Because a lot of times, <laughs> yeah, it can be. The meat, meat managers are pretty opinionated. Uh, but a lot of times, you know, you start out in the produce department and you buy your produce, then you get over to meat and you start thinking about your meal and you're like, shoot, I could use this to go with it. And then you backtrack in the produce department. And, you know, there's there's no reason why you can't really give customers some recipes too at the produce department that involve meat to get that thought process starting in the produce department and drive sales versus having people to come back. How often do you hear from retailers any interest in fixtures that maybe they could really plan to cross merchandise with those fixtures, if that makes sense? Like this is going to be a zone where we bring some things together on a regular basis for that meal inspiration, like you just alluded to. Um, we see it some. So a lot of times it'll just be uh, seasonal displays shown on a floor plan. And so we don't know exactly what's going to go there and it'll just kind of change up, you know. Um, and then a lot of times when you talked about those little mobile cases, you see the mobile cases used a lot more. So they'll they'll migrate into the produce department and then you'll see them even up by the check stands now. And they'll they'll be mixed in with some produce and some meat usually. 
and uh, you know, barbecue nights out for barbecue or even potato salad and stuff migrating in there too. And then we've seen uh, even one of the things that I've seen recently too is a few customers do uh, guacamole bars. Oh. And they make fresh guacamole inside the department. And uh, I'd say two samplings come back a little bit, you know, see more sampling now than we did uh, three, four months ago. And it seems like customers are liking to sample again. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Well, and as far as sort of considerations, when folks look at fixtures, you mentioned, you know, ease of cleaning for different parts and pieces, uh, the weight of different components being something that can make it easier on, on associates working on those. What are other sort of common considerations you see when folks decide what they want to do in terms of fixtures? Um, as far as, as in terms of fixtures for cleaning or just in terms of fixtures? Uh, just in terms of, of these are these are the practical considerations overall for fixtures. Yeah, I'd say probably the one that comes up the most in produce department is probably going to be the use of wood, if you want to use wood or not, um, because wood can look very nice. But wood also um, can be a problem if there's water around it, you know, and um, and just getting banged up a little bit. So um, it would be different surfaces, finished materials, um, colors really big make a big play in produce. And, you know, everybody's got their their own opinion. But I like natural colors usually inside there and something that is not too dramatic because you have so many beautiful colors that are going to come off the produce. It just gives you a nice background palette to, to let the produce do the, do the talking itself. And, um, you know, signage, I think signage can bring a lot of um, education into the department and also frame the department in certain areas and drive customers high focus to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other thing is, you know, we talked a little bit last time about lighting and uh I always say, you know, focus the light where you want the customer to look and from that same direction because their eye is going to go to that direction. And and it goes to where there's a change in intensity and change in contrast. And produce, there's a lot of opportunities there in produce to do that. So anytime there's a, a you know, quasi-remodel of, of moving things around the department to, to give it a new look for the new season, that sort of thing, Ideally, you would adjust your lighting to kind of optimize with that new setup. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's again, it's it, if you lay it out correctly, it doesn't cost you a lot to do, okay. um, but you get a lot of impact for doing it. But you have to think about that before you, um, you, you do it. You have to lay out your department. There is an art to doing that. Mm -hmm. And it, it's fun to do and, and uh, it can pay big dividends. And when you mentioned the, just finishes and types of materials on fixtures. What are you seeing recently as, as far as sort of what's, what's trendier or what's getting interest lately? Um, well, seen a, seen a lot of different ones. Um, so I'd say for low cost and uh, ease of cleaning, plastic is used on, as one of the materials. Uh, when you want to get more of a higher end, richer look going to uh, real wood, you you Real wood always still shows very nice. And then we've seen some with uh, vinyl coatings that uh, will look like, um, well, it's like high pressure treated laminate that we've seen put on fixtures. And then even seen uh, 
luxury vinyl tile put on fixtures and and that holds up pretty well too so i so i'd say i'd say all of that and then for the exterior and then once you get up top the whole key is try to make the fixture disappear because i mean you want to see the produce so if we're seeing too much fixture we're not doing our job yeah well and i you probably have a better idea than me of how this has developed over the years, but I know something that I, I hear about often talking with merchandisers is we really want to dummy up our displays as much as possible. So we want an abundant look, but not that much product actually on the display. Is that something that there's been a change in fixtures to sort of support that goal too? Um, I don't know if I'd say a change in fixtures, but there's definitely a change in accessories. So yeah, there's a lot more filler filler racks and step displays, and everybody's kind of got their little unique look that they want to do with it. And we have some that you know are ex- expandable, so you can change them within the fixture as well. Um, so yeah, I'd say for accessories, if you went and looked at the Alco Design catalog, you, you just a uh, produce step displays itself, you'd say I cannot believe there's so many different step displays in here. Um, there's a lot of different options to do that with. That's interesting. And what do you? What are the questions that you get most from folks? For instance, at, at the show or, or other times when you get to talk to to retailers on customization, when they look at something and they say, "This is generally what I want, but I want this to be changed and this to be changed, and I want this to be a little different." Um. Yeah. Everybody likes to make it their their own unique fixture. Um, and a lot of times it will be just with the accessories going inside there. And other times we'll see that they've gone out to another store and they say, you know what, I really like that fixture, but can you just change it to be this? And so I'd say they, they like to see some kind of baseline instead of uh, reimagining it them entirely themselves. Um, so I'd say... Majority of times we have something off of a baseline that they've seen, and then we'll make the little tweaks from from there. And the tweaks may be uh, height changes, and maybe color changes, and maybe the accessory changes inside the case. Gotcha. And I was curious too because I I did peruse the the website just briefly before we hopped on the call, and. I'm curious how you all account for what a retailer wants to do in terms of signage on on displays. Um, there's a lot of different signage options. Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, just going inside of a wet produce case, there's a lot of different signage options. So usually uh, we'll do standard inch and a quarter tag molding kind of as a basis. And then if you want to... Uh, Go further from that, we have adapters that will go on there and allow you to angle them to um, different finishes. We will work on them with signage uh, above if they want to do something like slat wall. Or uh, basically, if, if a retailer tells us what size sign and what they want it to look like, we'll come up with some um, options for them that we can incorporate that onto the fixture. And possibly another dumb question, Jack, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it anyway. When a retailer is looking to refresh the look of the department and they're, they're curious about fixtures, does that always need to be a wholesale complete redo of all the fixtures or are there ways to sort of piecemeal things a little bit to make it a little bit 
more gradual process from an investment standpoint or, or how have you seen folks approach that? Um, yeah, there's definitely more cost-effective ways you can do it if you like. So uh, one one area would be that you could re-merchandise the inside of the cases, and so you can change some of the accessories there. Another one is you can build up on the exterior of the cases. So you'll see like where you see the produce bins stacked up. One of the things we showed at the um, IFPA show was we showed the reusable produce crates, and we showed them out of wood. And so you could stack that right in front of your existing stands if you wanted to, and it looked like you put brand new stands in, and so all you did was put some different crates in front of there. Or you can create some low-cost um, crates throughout the department that can hold uh, either produce or bulk uh, beans and such. And we do a lot of creative displays with bulk beans, too, throughout the depart produce department. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say you could you can do that, or you could... Um, you can accessorize with, um, say, new new panels, too, if you want to put it on the outside. But I'd say that's on a lot lower scale than just building upon it with some different type fixtures right in front of it. Well, Jack, we'll finish up with this one. What do you think are the biggest opportunities in terms of fixtures that maybe folks aren't fully taking advantage of yet? One is letting their creativity just go wild on what they want. And uh, we like when they're like that and we can help them along and we can show them some visualizations to do that. Uh, I think there's still, I think there's still an opportunity for digital um, education within the produce department that we haven't seen. So I think as TVs and monitors get less and less expensive, um, bringing those in to do some of the education, because especially if you don't have some of your store personnel there, it it can attract you over to that display. And then an educated customer will buy more because they feel safer about it. Um, and I'd say for store personnel and, and creativity when melons are in season and you know you've got some good ones, cut some up and give them out for samples for customers and help customers pick their produce and make them successful and teach them how to do that. And the more successful they are and they bring it home and it tastes good, the more repeat sales you're going to get. So I think there's still a lot to be learned in that. And I think having some seasoned produce people um, is really nice to have in an apartment. Well, and I'll follow up real quick. The, the Your mention of the, the digital signage got my wheels start turning because what what does it look like for for you all or, or any company that does fixtures to sort of prepare for, hey, we, we know how to accommodate all these different sizes and, and types of, of paper and plastic signs and that sort of thing. What does it look like for you guys as you start to think about, hey, as we have more customers switch to digital signage, what do we need all, you know, as far as our fixtures to be able to accommodate those those different sort of attachments, if you will? Um. For us, it's it's not really an issue. It's it's usually fairly simple because usually we're making brackets to attach it okay. on the dry fixture. Where it gets a lot more complex is if somebody wants to go in a refrigerated fixture to do it. So the uh, I'd say the the thing that we've seen the most kind of go in there and come back out a little bit was digital shelf tags. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we saw a little bit of that, but really going on top of the case and anytime you can get, I'd say you want to be away from the product a little bit because. Uh, one, you'll get, it'll attract customers a little bit more, and two, you, you get less abuse. 
and it's less maintenance on it, less to clean. So um, the other thing that comes into play is just what you have there for electrical to, to power those. That's a good point. So then, then mobility and that sort of thing maybe gets, I, I don't know if everything is, is battery powered on those or if there has to be things plugged in. It, it, it depends. The more graphics you have, the more you're going to have to have it plugged in. And then you have network connections that come into play too. And so then you have IT people involved. So it's really how you're going to update the data that's on there and um, how you're going to feed it. But uh and, you know, sometimes it can be, you can do interesting stuff still with QR codes. You know, QR codes were here, kind of went away a little bit, QR codes back a little bit. But that's that's a way where everybody feels comfortable. They can use their phone and they can pop up more information. But there's no reason to do, you know, that you can't do, hey, you know, here's five recipes for under $5 with this, you know, these items. And then they hit the QR code to look to see what those are. And then they can add them to their list right there. So I think there's some, still some opportunities there too. Super. Well, Jack, anything you think I should be asking that I'm not or anything we've missed that you want to make sure we, we added before we wrap here today? Um, I say the only thing is just always remember that for produce, it's the first impression walking in the store. So you want to make sure it looks fresh and clean and you want that first, that first vision to be a wow factor from your customers because you're setting the tone for the rest of the store. So uh, a couple ways you do it is with with fixtures and with lighting and your colors and just draw people in and enjoy it because you, you got one of the best departments inside the whole store. So it's exciting. I, I think I might have um, I think this this metaphor might have might have crossed my mind or technically a simile, I guess I'm going to say like or as. But this might have crossed my mind the last time we talked. But when you mentioned fixtures and lighting sort of like makeup, right? It's not the point, but you want to set yourself up in, in the best light possible. Same thing with fruits and vegetables and fixtures and lighting. That, that, that's exactly, exactly right. Good point. <laughs> Super. Well, thank you so much, Jack, for your time today. We'll thank our listeners as well. I've just been telling folks, if you're learning from or otherwise enjoying the podcast, please do rate and review for us. That helps me keep it rolling, keep bringing in folks like Jack, who have so many years of knowledge in the industry and have been so gracious to share it. So with that, we'll wrap it up and we'll see everybody next week on the Produce Retail Podcast.